All right, uh, I'm gonna give you my opinion on the very popular and controversial supplement out right now, Turkesterone. So um, it's been around since 1975. So it's been around for a while discovered. Uh, it's been used in Olympic settings. It's found in Asia, Siberia, um, around that area. Um, it seems to have some pretty good properties as far as muscle protein synthesis, maybe recovery, um, even mimicking some sort of erythropoietin uh, as like in animals. Um, however, again, that's kind of controversial because again, it's an animal, we're humans. So, so this tercasterone, also it's plant derivative, um, the brass is steroid and you know, we're human, we're not a plant again. Uh, so there's a lot of hype behind it and some people love it, some people don't. Are you, if you take it, are you natural, are you not natural? So what's my opinions on it? Well, we, it was first um, populated um, as far as like now, right? So the past few years, <laughs> it's become popular again. Uh, this is due to uh, Derek from More Plates, More Dates from his YouTube channel and his supplement company, Gorilla Mind. So he goes back into a lot of research about it, um, antidotal evidence, and he seems to really approve it and he likes it uh, as far as like a safer option from other substances that can help with promoting a better environment for your muscle to grow via protein synthesis. So, and um, so, since then, we've had a few other companies actually use the same um, tactic to sell and market the tercasterone and dosing it the same amount as far as the, uh, the, ex the extract percentage. I don't really know if that's the same amount in a, in a lot of them. Typically, I do go to other websites to find out the information. And the web website that I go out to kind of compare what is going uh, on in the supplement industry is priceplow.com. So, I mean, for example, like Terkesterone by Raw Nutrition, uh, it's gonna be a very popular one out right now as well, because also because of the price point. So it's $39.99. Uh, whereas I think uh, Derek, more place, more dates, his is like maybe 50, because he goes into like the raw material, how expensive it is. But uh, Raw Nutrition, they seem to be growing so they can, you know, more you, more money you have to put down, the more you can buy, which then you kind of get a better deal for the volume that you get. Um, so you, you kind of get set in with that. So this is over at the naturalbodyinc.com. They're selling it. So this is 10% uh, standardized for testosterone, 500 milligrams. Um, if you wanted to go with a more science-based uh, um, video explaining more about testosterone, uh, Jeff Nippard goes into it a little bit alongside you know, you'll, you have other um, channels like, again, Derek, more plates, more dates. Those two channels, they'll bring up more scientific facts and reviews. They'll use um, PubMed, they'll use Google Scholar, they'll use journals, um, more academia to sift through uh, proven or supportive evidence, um, anecdotal evidence, uh, correlation, causation, so, such like that. So to kind of shift through, um, you know, people's bias opinions. So again, priceplow.com, that kind of gives you an idea of like what's out there on the market with who they're affiliated with. So it's not gonna have everything out there. I know uh, Chemix 
of the gorilla um, chem gorilla chemist, <laughs> he just put some tricasterone in his um, uh, natabolic. So he, I think he replaced the lactoserum. So, or yeah, the lactogenin. So um, then we can go to examine.com. Again, we love examine.com. Um, it will tell you about the brassinosteroids. So this is again the tricasterone, anything that's going to be a steroid, um, a chemical steroid base. Uh, like a structure, uh, it's gonna coming from a plant. This is it, right? So similar, we have the ectosteroids, which that's gonna be like an insect. Um, so kind of forming the structure of uh, insect, kind of make them a little bit more resilient to the environment and to uh, able to recover and to uh, live maybe without like a leg, two legs, three legs, so stuff like that, you know. Um, but uh, you can go down and and really see like how this. Uh, the how this product really doesn't have that much, you know, backed research with evidence um, proving that or you know supporting that it, it may help uh, overall muscle protein synthesis for every individual. Now, again, every individual is totally different. So that brings me to my next point. <clears throat> you know, this is a a plant that is it it's grown in different regions, right? And so we have environmental factors and we have, uh, we have um, nutrition like herbs and animals that, that roam in different areas of the country. And, and it's kind of based upon how that the culture is. So how that race and culture is. So for example, we have fairly um, pale skinned people living in areas where there's not much sun is because we need to be able to get a lot of sun um, and absorb it. And so if we have too dark of skin, then you wouldn't be able to really absorb it. So now you would be really, really low vitamin D levels. Whereas in Africa and um, you know, the, in Ecuador, they're gonna be darker skinned and it's gonna help with preventing the sun damage too much vitamin D, um, uh, you know, skin cancer, things like that. So it may reduce the risk. I mean, there's a reason why the different areas uh, around the world have different herbs or different uh, foods. And it's really to help with that culture's genetics and that DNA. So whenever we look at anecdotal evidence of turkesterone, um, and again, for all those of you listening on the podcast, with not viewing this, I'm just going to be going on Google Scholar as well. And uh, they do bring up some of the uh, evidence supporting the protein synthesizing um, and also how it may be a erythropoiesis stimulator. And, and this is due to the structure of its 11 alpha hydroxyl uh, structure. So that's, that's like the, the chemical structure of hydrogens, oxygens, bonds and such. So um, as far as it being compared to as it, as it can be compared to like anabolic steroids that we have on the market, um, underground market, or even some that are given through wellness clinics or hospitals, right? So like Anavar, D-Ball, or not really D-Ball, um, they don't give that um, to, to, to patients. But uh, yes, yeah, so like Anavar, like burn victims, so people with muscle wasting diseases, um, you know, um, even things like Anadrol to help with increasing red blood cell count um, for those uh, patients like AIDS patients and such. Um, you know, they're trying to compare the results very similar to that. I would say similar is a very, 
tangible word there and uh and you can use it to your discretion um it's relative to how i guess how you respond to those drugs right um and if you've ever even used them because a lot of these people are talking about the comparisons and they probably never used the other drugs so for example like if um jeff nippard or so he claims to be all natural so it's he's going off of anecdotal He's, going, he's not going off anecdotal evidence. He's going off evidence that he reads from research papers um, and just kind of connecting dots and making an assumption based upon that rather than actually knowing the feel of, of real steroids versus um, turkesterone. And he hasn't taken turkesterone and, and uh, doesn't think that's worth some money for it. Um, so would that, would that ruin his natural status? Probably because you're, you know, if you really want natural tocasterone, then go eat the leaf and see if it really does something for you. Then you can claim natural, right? When you start taking these supplements that are going to be extracts, 10% extracts, which is higher than the studied, I believe they use like 5% or some 8% something. So it's going to be a lot less. Um, and they also, and the doses will vary as well for um, body weight. When you start taking these uh, man-made supplements and extracts, high extracts, you're no longer really natural i guess you're natural in a sense that you are not using you, you you're not you can't say natural like you can say i don't partake in uh anabolic steroids right so if you're competing in a natural division so that would be cheating but if you're competing in a non-natural federation or division uh you are actually not cheating you're just playing the game so for example like mpc ifbb uh you're if you take steroids that's totally fine it's not kind of Kind of encouraged based upon judging right so uh, you're you're on the same playing field right you're all on the same level so it's not uh it's not it's not bad uh, not good nor bad i guess except to your opinion so um but uh some of the anecdotal evidence that we hear from like Greg Doucette and others, um, they're going to be based upon their users, their consumers, their loyal fans. And sometimes these people are going to be newbies into the gym. So people who have never had really a stimulus or have really worked on their diets and tracked food, their protein, fats, and carbohydrates. And so maybe this is the first time they're actually stimulating their muscles. They bought a real program. Um, and they're going to follow the, the workout program regime to T. They're going to actually start increasing their protein content and actually track that and their carbohydrates and such. And they're going to, and it's probably going to help their sleep as well. So now you have all these factors coming into play with the trichesterone. So that's where anecdotal evidence kind of gets, gets this really murky, right? So you have, an, you have a supplement that's been out since 1975. You have people that are using it that are going to be new into the industry, or these are people that are, um, unable to eat a lot of protein and, uh, and maybe that might be older individuals because it's harder to sometimes eat more protein because this, the metabolism of protein is kind of satiating. So when we're older, sometimes it's a little bit more rough in my digestive issues. Um, uh, so due, due to a lot of different factors, if it's not addressed. So tricesterone can help there. I think that that's really a cool idea. If, if it's, um, you know, supporting evidence is true and anecdotal evidence is true. I think that anything that can help with muscle protein synthesis is going to help assist you whenever you maybe are trying to uh, correct your diet, um, improve gut integrity, because you might have to back off some food that your digestive system kind of get some uh, rest, right? And so it might preserve some of the muscle mass or help you recover, help you grow, help muscularity, which is going to be good for older individuals. I believe this is going to be something for older individuals 
um, because it, assuming that it's that it's not really harsh on the liver to to digest and, and break down to, to metabolize, uh, and and on same thing like with the, the kidneys. Um, so as long as that's okay, and um, then I think that that would be the route to go to help people maybe reduce the risk of bone fractures uh, and also contain maintain their their muscle mass because that seems to be able to help the older uh, generations be able to be functional, um, reduce the risk of injury, reduce the risk of Alzheimer's, increase their um, uh, insulin sensitivity, all these things that help them live a healthier lifestyle. So the more muscle mass we have, uh, the more protein that we eat, the more we can assimilate and synthesize, the better off we're going to be. Newbies into the gym, you can take it, that's fine, but it's, it's going to be something that's going to dissipate after a while. Um, and so you're going to continue to buy it. So if you have the uh, extra income to buy that compared to maybe grass-fed, grass-finished beef, um, maybe things to help you like with getting your creatine in, um, maybe extra protein, um, those things like that, like maybe caffeine uh, to get through your pre to get through your workout. I think turkesterone would be last on your list, depending on your financial status. And let's not lie to ourselves what our financial status is. So, um, so I, I think that pretty much hits all the points. <laughs> trying to like think off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, there's there's no real supportive evidence coming from Google Scholar uh, for human use. And, and again, it's gonna to be tough to see because there is so many factors. But again, I really do think that it's dependent upon the person's um, own genetics um, on how well they use some of these ingredients. And I really do believe that it is based on uh, our, like our genetic heritage and our lineage and where we're from because we're gonna have different um, polymorphisms or we're going to have different um, enzyme activity within our uh, body, like our CYP um, activity to break things down and metabolize things, to utilize things uh, that we ingest and that comes from the earth. So it might be a little bit better to maybe see, <laughs> this is something I'd like to see, like, where's your lineage at? And then like, can they do a study, like an anecdotal evidence study, like to be like, hey, this person, these people around this area where it actually grows from, they, re they are hyper responders. Like they respond really well to it and they actually maintain their, their lean muscle mass that they gained afterwards. And they kept their strength, um, whatever one you're chasing. Um, because they, again, they didn't differentiate the, was this person taking testosterone while doing the strength gaining uh, uh, a training program or were they doing like a more hypertrophy bodybuilding lean mass um and they don't really care about strength um training program so it, i would be really interested to see that like hey like is it really the people who are from siberia do they hyper respond to this like versus people in um you know in europe do they not really respond to it that well and this is going to be more better in people and so you'd have to be like hey because we we know that if you give something to a young person and we put them into the gym, it can be a sugar pill and they eat right, they work out hard, they sleep well, they're gonna have growth. That's just what's gonna happen. And so I think it's, it is fairly um, sophomoric to go by those uh, anecdotal evidence. And so hopefully you made it past this uh, or into this video. I'm trying to keep it short because um, it's just me here. Anyways, like, share, comment, subscribe. And let me know what you think about Tricasterone. Is it worth it? Is it not worth it? Have you tried it? Have you tried Greg Doucette's? Have you tried Raw Nutrition? Have you tried Derek for more plates, more dates? Have you tried his? Um, 
you know, kind of gets a gathering of, uh, of, of uh, you know, supportive evidence from all these users and see really what's going on. Pictures, weights, uh, you know, body weights, um, pictures and body weights uh, updates are always going to help with these types of um, inquiry studies and uh, and gather information because we need data, we need something. And so we need some numbers, we need some photos, we need some evidence rather than people just saying what they whatever they say on Reddit. So um, that's it, leaving it there. Talk to you guys later.